Hello, Podwalkers, and welcome back to another episode of the Goblin Lore Podcast. This week, you have Taya with Hobbs Q coming at you. We're going to be talking, uh, well, we're going to be talking about something about Eldraine, kind of, kind of. We're indirectly going to be talking about Eldraine. But before we get to that, we just want to say thank you to the Grinding Coffee Company. They are supporters of the show. They are a minority-owned LGBTQ-ran company that produces coffee for gamers. They're their own roastery. And that's what they do. They sponsor different streamers and gamers, and that's where they kind of devote their efforts. And they've worked with us on a lot of charity events and really been willing to support kind of the cast mission to to bring the messages that we bring about mental health and about social issues to kind of a, a different audience, being that we are podcasters. So we always want to say just thank you to them. So before we get into the main question of today, to, as a way to introduce ourselves, Taya, because I just randomly thought of a question today is what is something that you are looking forward to with fall so you know at least here in in, in minnesota we're going to be getting cold we're going to be getting uh, our, our nice leaves changing but i just like to know for people just in all climates what do you enjoy most about like the change of season so uh, I, I am Hobbs Q, as I said. My pronouns are he, him. I can be found on the interwebs pretty much everywhere at Hobbs Q. And for me, it simply is, it actually is that like the leaf changing and the weather cooling down. I really am a sucker for bro- like oranges and reds and and, I, and especially like bark that turns like white on like birch trees. And I, I just really enjoy getting to photograph that and getting to go see it. Fall is actually my favorite time of year because it means like apple picking. There's just like, I like the colors of fall. I like the flavors of fall. It, it, it is one thing I can say that I do love about Minnesota having all the seasons is just how amazing fall is. So yeah, Taya, how are you doing today? I'm doing all right. Yeah, uh, I'm Taya. Taya Transcends on Twitter or Blue Sky. Yeah. She, her, they, them pronouns. And what is it about fall? Well, it definitely was feeling very fall here today. My girlfriend even posted on social media is like, I woke up and it's fall suddenly and I couldn't be happier. (laughs) You know, uh, it's, it definitely felt that way today. It's been, it's gray and gloomy and fall is here in seattle it definitely feels like it um as we move into the last week in august is that is that fall in seattle is like gray and gloomy yeah as it as it starts to move into that i mean that is fall spring and winter (laughs) uh it, it just the temperature changes but gray and gloomy is pretty much all three of them okay it is no longer summer, uh, at least today. And I think, what do I look forward about fall? I don't know. I like, you know, cuddling up with my partners under a warm blanket and watching a movie or something. You know, it's when it's not too hot to do that. I like weather that is conducive to that sort of thing. So, yeah. Yeah. Fall, fall always stands out to me. So, anyway, I said Eldrain, and, and the reason is because... The whole time, you know, there's different... I, I, I'm one of those people who like to ask where characters are. And, you know, most of the ones I wanted to know on Eldraine didn't get answered. But I didn't expect them to. You know, I was asking questions like, where's Sir Conrad? Or where's Sir Gwen? 
you know, characters that we 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 didn't really have a ton of lore on to begin with. And there was no indication that we necessarily were going to get a, a ton of lore returning back to there. Uh, I, I was hoping that Sir Gwen would get a new iteration, maybe showing up in like a commander deck or in some way. But the one that I was serious about was asking the question that I find gets asked a lot. I, 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 and I'm, I, I'm, I'm joking in the sense of, well, I, I, well, I don't know. I, 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 I'm, I'm like struggling with this because I feel like we're always asking this question. Simply, where's Garrick? But, but like, really, with Eldraine, I really am curious where Garrick is. Like, this is where I ex- expect him to be at this point, at least from where we last saw him. You know, he's he's been missing. He he's he he tends to be missing for a lot of big magic story beats. Yeah, and I get he doesn't like civilization, but you think he'd pop in his head once in a while and say, you know, what's up? And well, know, it, at least put in a cameo during the, you know, the Phyrexian War. Or... I mean, we saw stuff happening on Eldraine, right? Like, we know that, the, you know, yeah. but we, it, we, we, like, saw cards. Like, you know, we, we knew what some planeswalkers were up to on these various planes. Like we got like quick little hits in on what was going on. Right. And yeah, we, we've learned that like Eldraine, basically like the sleeping sickness was used to kind of thwart the, the Phyrexians and turn them back. But that still doesn't make, it still doesn't tell us anything about what Garrick's doing or where he is. Does he have a spark? Does he not have a spark? And it just kind of, has me this wondering of like where where is Garrick again? Where is Garrick? Right, and I think you know, I think we don't know what to do with him, or Wizards doesn't know what to do with him. You know, it, it's and that's why we tend not to see him. But you know, it, it would be nice for him to make an appearance once in a while. So, like, this is the hard part, right? So, I, the, the, the last time that we really asked this question, and I, and I went back and, and looked at, you know, whenever Mark Rosewater does, like, his, his odds and ends wrap-up for story slash sets, and he did one for War of the Spark, so four years ago, and he said, like, I'm going to start in order of what I get asked the most, and literally the most asked question for War of the Spark was, where's Garrick? We literally have an apex predator... <laughs> Why wasn't he, you know, like, how did he not, like, figure out that there's, like, all these planeswalkers descending on a plane or filling a pool to the plane himself, right? And, you know, like, it's a little hand-wavy. There's two parts going on here. Mark kind of says, well, you know, in story, Bolus's plan is to get them there so that he can harvest the sparks, and Garrick would be very efficient at what he did at that point of, hunting planeswalkers so he would kill them before bolus could harvest the sparks so that like the hand wave is just like oh while bolus was doing everything he also had to spend energy making sure garrick didn't show up okay Mm -hmm. what that looks like what that even means i don't know but he said the other half is well garrick is a popular character and we have a story we want to tell with them magic has a lot of planeswalkers and we're trying to balance giving as many as we can sometime in the spotlight that does mean that some characters have to wait. The storyline we want to tell with Garrick doesn't line up with the Bolas arc. For a while, he was going to show up in Dominaria. 
but the way we had to twist things to make it work, we didn't tell the Garrick. So like, it's just like, we have plans for Garrick. We will see him again. And we did. In the lead up, right, like to then going from one cataclysmic like world event to another, uh, we saw him on Eldraine, which we did get significant Garrick story for. Yeah, we did. You know, I he was kind of a main set piece there, and it was very nice of him to be in that to be the centerpiece of that set or one of the centerpieces of that set. But, you know, and then we've heard nothing again since then. Yeah. And like one of the things that's, that was amazing and wild about the, the, the set is we get him, he's actually freed from the curse of the chain veil. Like it's, it's a significant story beat of what happens to him. So if people don't know, you know, Garrick is one of the original five. So he's one of the five Lorwyn Planeswalkers. So, you know, part of what got me thinking about this even more so this week was the uh, baseball cards that were released. Because we got a Garrick baseball card confirming he's left-handed and a designated hitter. But he, you know, he was one of the original that we see kind of for Lorwyn. You know, that's where we, he, he is one of the first five that we see. There, I, I believe the trivia that I saw, saw was even that he was like one of the first I think he may have been the first planeswalker designed and so he then like ends up like what getting into it with Liliana I don't know what the word is for that who he just came off of but like he ends up like on Chandelar and, and like I said some of this I think is from novels and not from like the main magic piece but either way yeah, it's from it, the the web comics that they did for a while yeah and then and then the uh of anywhere of anything the uh, duels of the planeswalker yep games and what's kind of funny about this right is so like a lot of what we even have on get uh, on garrick is kind of like non-canon now we do know that he was because we do when we get him in story again there's a lot going on between him and Liliana, specifically on Innistrad. And we do know that he has been corrupted or or been, I, I don't know if corrupted is the right word, cursed? Oh, he's cursed, the, yeah. He's, he's cursed, cursed by the chain belt. So, yeah. I mean, because that's where he, like, picks up black magic, uh, or well, he picks up black alignment. And he just, like, starts, like, going off and killing Splainswalkers. I mean... That's how he becomes like the the quote unquote apex predator. Yeah. So like, it is. I mean, the the, the sorry, but Eldraine was like a key story because he is, you know, he's basically under control of Oko for a good portion of it to the point where he's basically like a slave called Dog, and he does like finally end up saving the Kenra twins. There's you know, like there's all this stuff that he's like Oko's behest, but at the end of the day, he gets freed from the curse of the chain veil. That's the last we've seen of him. He like followed Rowan and Will, made sure that they were okay, left them alone. Yeah. So like, where and is he? We've got nothing, which you know, I get that for 
you know, they've replaced him for the most part with Vivian Reed for their mono green planeswalker, which is great. You know, she's more representation. You know, we have a a female woman of color. Yeah. It is the, the reoccurring green character. That is fantastic. And like the beast caller, because like his his he originally was yeah, like the beast, like... fell a very similar role. She summons yeah. up these phantom beasts with her bow. Um very similar uh, kind of role in the story, and uh, you know, apologies to uh, apologies to Jaya, but they they've been showing you don't need two of the same planeswalker by you know offing just, just like taking one out of the picture completely. Yeah, you know, you only need one pyromancer, so one has to go, and it's not the old, not the old, the old woman does not get to stay around. Yeah. So in this case, Garuk is the one who seems to get the short end of the stick, which is, you know, I think it's the right choice, but it would be nice to have some closure to his storyline. And I think this would have been a good place to do it. Well, or as you said, like maybe shift his role. Yeah. You know, maybe then if you, yeah, if, he, if he's not going to fill that same role that, that he was filling is like the, the beast master, you know, we saw him really take on that black mana, right? Like he took on that like predator, and hunter role and now what does that look like then if he has been through all of that and gets uncursed we we don't know i think for me like you said you i think it is a the, hell of a phyrexian well i mean see that's what i'm saying right like i guess they could have killed him yeah. he could have been a phyrexian to just not be mentioned not only to not be mentioned all the way through you know the Phyrexian war and not really even be alluded to of like, you know, like Lily, ha- some people have to be wondering where he's at, right? Like that don't know he's uncursed. So you would think that like Jace and Lily would be kind of worried about him just hanging out there. Mm-hmm. Right. Like I, I really feel like going into war of the spark, like afterwards, like, they probably, well, they were, I guess, initially starting to hunt Liliana, but I mean, we, we figured that out. But. Well, I mean, the last time, the last time he is basically his last messages to Jace is to, you know, leave me alone or I'll be hunting you next. So I can see why Jace might want to keep his nose out of Kurt's <laughs> business. Has that really ever stopped him? Yeah. Like, I guess. It should in this case. Well, like, wouldn't you send somebody else? Yeah. Like, it feels like he would still want to know what was going on. I mean, if you if you look at it, if, if, I mean, that's in the game lore. That's essentially what he was doing. He was sending you as the player character to deal with Garuk. <laughs> Here, you just go watch what he does on you you go stick the cedron in his forehead that'll take care of the whole problem yeah it worked on obdixilis it'll work on garuk too you know this is that problem you know when a trick worked once that's your like your go-to right yeah i don't know it just bothers me and i do feel like you said it's like they don't know what to do i just feel like i'll return to eldraine in the wilds of eldraine i mean we know that the story it's hard right like it, it's short fiction five five we we didn't have this is where i was a little bummed to maybe not get side side stories because even if it was just a side story yeah. 
I would have liked to have known. Yeah, I mean, Sir Ginger versus Garouk. Well, that's what's funny. You even bring a callback. And, like, make, like, this art and this 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 character, like, who's out for revenge against this planeswalker, but the planeswalker's not there. Like I said, is he de-sparked? I, I have, I have zero, we have zero clue. Yeah, I mean, we literally, we don't know what he's been up to for three years in real time and, you know, at least a year story time. I think one of my favorite things, I was having this conversation with um, with our friend, Will, with Michelle, so Kiln Fiend Potter, and she basically was like, he's literally just sitting there in, like, the waiting room of a family therapy session waiting for Kenrith and, uh, waiting for the Kenriths, waiting for Will and Rowan to just show up. Just like sadly sitting in the corner of a of a therapy office. <laughs> oh yeah, those two could really use some family therapy about now. <laughs> I know like, you haven't finished reading the Eldraine story, which you really should, but oh boy, do they need some. See, I I need to finish it just so I can go back and listen to all of Kay's art episode with you too uh, because i avoided listening to all of it when i was doing the editing because i didn't want to spoil anything and apparently i missed just a large number of swear words on our show which is a little bit of a bummer for me yeah (laughs) yeah i Kay asked me if it was okay to swear on the show and i said i don't know i guess i mean it's never gonna bother me i just (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah, no, it was uh, when I was re-listening to the episode. I was like, "Yeah, no, she, she took advantage of that." <laughs> it was, See, I bet she would have yeah. wanted to write Garrick then. Yeah, he seems like he could swear a lot, a lot. So let's take some guesses, like from silly to actual real ideas. What do we think is going on with Garrick within story? Like, because we know that a lot of this is probably not being driven, sadly, by story. But as you're saying, like, either that overlap with the Vivian role or the just not sure what to do with them. But either way, for for us, let's look at this from, like, as we are Vorthos sitting here. What, What do we think is going on with Garrick? Uh, he found the shard of Naya and doesn't want to leave now. Okay, so d- d- like you mean literally the shard of Naya is in like basically the part of Naya, the part of Alara that is Naya. Okay, and he, he found all the big beasts he could basically ever want to deal with, and he doesn't want to leave. He's like a shepherd now. Yeah, a shepherd on Naya. Or, or with Naya. I, I mean, I would be completely fine with that. You know, what do they call him? Gargantuan's son, Naya? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He just has a whole flock of gargantuans. See, I'm wondering if he discovered a Coria. Yeah, I and mean, like... that's an option, too. You know, Ikoria was the second one that came to mind, but though a lot of those... I don't know, those beasts seem smarter than... And I don't think he'd want to deal with beasts that are smarter than he is. <laughs> Maybe this was going to be like a... like it's like he, He's the first uh, just like bonder that really doesn't outthink his companion. Yeah. 
Okay. So, like, you know, those were, like, the first kind of, like, I think obvious potentials, assuming that he's not on Eldraine. I mean, there's a possibility, I guess, that he was hit by the sleeping sickness. There is. Or he could have just gotten lost in the wilds at his fey trickery. Yeah. What are the odds, do you think, that they despark him? With having gotten no story time at all, I think he's likely despark. I think they're going to despark most of the planeswalkers that have not gotten story time, just to <sighs> just to clean out the canon. Which makes me feel bad because you know that eliminates a lot of my faves like Dreddy and Davriel and yeah. A lot of these minor planeswalkers. I mean, I already know Narset, who never gotten the story attention she deserves, is desparked. <laughs> she like showed up in the background of Ikoria, gets a card, gets no story. Yeah. Well, there's another fumbling of story. Just yeah. Well, we're going back to um, we are going back to Tarkir. Tarkir. Yeah, there there is place for her. There is. So she is going to get, I'm sure she's going to get, sorry, she's going to be the one in charge of the uh, cons, the human faction. I'm pretty sure. And it's going to be her versus Sarkin in charge of the dragons. So see, we have faith for her somewhat. We do. But I, I, I just, I never got to see... I never got to see the story of her as a planeswalker out just exploring and enjoying the multiverse. Like the one bit we get to see of her on Ikoria, she's book shopping. It's like, how cool is that? That we yeah. have a planeswalker who's just <laughs> book shopping on another plane. Uh, see, the thing, her and Tamio would have been amazing friends. Yeah. Like if they were allowed to just kind of travel together. Right, like I mean, this is the whole. That, that, that's she was another example. Same thing that frustrated me with like the whole idea of just getting random cards to planeswalkers in War of the Spark. Like she's mono blue, and we don't know what she was doing. Yeah, we don't know what she was doing during the war. They made an absolutely miserable card for her. One that yeah, like people hate to see. Yeah, it absolutely hate to see. It was terrible and. It, it was terrible in limited. It was terrible. I, I don't know if it was in, in standard or not. I didn't play standard, but it's terrible in commander. It's terrible in every format, basically. Yeah. That... yeah. But we got no story. So, like, we get a, yeah. we get a oppressive card. By the way, the only Magali proof I own is one. Yeah. Yeah, and it's beautiful and sketched. And I'm also like, if I play this, people are just going to call me the asshole. It is beautiful. I have it on my wall. It's, it's a beautiful piece of art, and it's one of my favorite characters. But the card is just flat out like makes for not fun styles of play. Yeah, which has been you know a reoccurring thing with Narset, which is interesting given how they've coded her. Yeah. But if we had Ashiok, Ashiok's art even gives away something to do with the meditation realm. Right. We have no idea what they were doing yeah. there. Yep. Yeah. You know, no clue. Davriel has a card. It's his only card. Yep. <laughs> and we have no idea why he was there 
or what would entice him away from his tea and shirts long enough to visit the visit Ravnica even with the beacon? Well, really good tea on Ravnica. Really, yeah, really good they tea. Yeah, yeah. He he was just popping over to buy some and then got caught, right? Like But yeah, I mean we're like it's making me think of this like post post aftermath world like you said what are they gonna do to like clean up stuff but then like pulling a i I mean an original five and i I just i come back to that because that's just what we have the rest are all people that have i feel like had a lot more story around them yeah i mean well it really they kind of i i think they realized they wrote themselves in a hole with him with a triumph of ferocity card and the art on that card. We mentioned that last time when we, when we met with L last week. That art. Yeah. You know, briefly. And, you know, it, it's a card showing him with Lilian in a chokehold and him bearing down on her. And it's a very um, controversial card. And it's just, the from that point on i think they kind of tarnished his character to the point where he stopped being used and then you said maybe even like you know consciously or unconsciously stopped being like an actual enjoyed character at least by by a lot of the of the the group i mean you know like mark rosewater saying he still was in 2019 around war of the spark but they, they obviously did not do much with him compared to the rest of the original five. Like I, I, my my brain wants to keep defaulting back to Gatewatch, but that's the whole point of why the baseball cards are a little confusing because he was never actually a member of the Gatewatch. Yeah. I mean, he got, he got to be the center of a course set in 2015. So that, that was like, Jace never got to be the center of a course set. That's how big, you know, he was a big character and then he just disappears completely from everything and and then you know we we got we got to see him in all drain and then he's gone again and he went from being this major character one of the lauren five to being a footnote in the history of planeswalkers and, and like i said this wild part that we actually have a chance for like redemption with where he was in l drain yeah, and it's such a good setting for him, too. I could see that as a plane where he would set up a permanent sort of a, a you know, yeah. place. It's it's his sort of plane. He's the, he's the huntsman in the woods. Yeah. And it, it, I mean, that's it. Yes, it, it works so well. And yet, like, I, ha, it's just like, I don't know. Are they afraid? Once again, I don't know what the new Eldraine story. Are you, are you afraid to use him? Like it's is it that fear that if he comes in he's taking over from like a player's perspective? I don't. I mean, I guess I don't know. Or they would have to deal with. Yeah, I, I guess I just wanted to focus, and this would have been really good to ask um, Kay about if there was any mention of Gurk, and I didn't even think about it when I interviewed her. But you know, obviously they wanted to focus on Ashiok and Will and Rowan as the planeswalker and former planeswalkers to center the story around yeah and there's only five you know there's only five chapters 
yeah so obviously there's only so much room for story the short the the side stories are going to be missed you know we the the main story got to be a bit longer because there is no side stories which addresses a little bit of the complaints about the main story being too rushed but now we're yeah where's that trade-off come you know yeah and the main story still feels too short for what they're trying to tell and that's no i'm not trying to i'm not saying this reflects poorly on uh the authors at all this is not anything not saying anything bad about Kay or shannon or any of the other authors they're they are doing their absolute best with the space they're given You know, there's just so much story, more story they could tell if they had more space to tell it. And um, there's just, well, I mean, we're we're the enfranchised Vorthos people. We want all the story we can get. And, you know, the, the reality is that story is a marketing expense and they're only going to spend as much on it as they're getting out of it. And right now they're... Obviously, they're not budgeting as much as we'd like to see them budget on that. Yeah, they're getting the writers now. I mean, we've consistently the writers, seen that. They're getting are <laughs> absolutely amazing, right? You know, maybe yeah. it, it, that's if that's the trade off they've made that they've cut side stories so they can keep getting people of Kay and Shannon's talent and renown. Then you know that's part of what will you know, part of the bargain that we'll be making. Yeah. Which, you know, it, it, yes, it's just that, that hard part then of what we're, we're kind of left with because, you know, even if it was fill in with card art or, or a card that we got representing Garrick unsparked or in the background, or if we had gotten something in either aftermath or in like March of the machines with like a battle, you know, it, it just is it would be very unclear that I don't I don't think based on where we left him on Eldraine, it's not like if he had if he had stayed on Eldraine, which like you said, very easy to believe that he would have. I, I don't think even losing like the I think he would have been fighting. Yeah. I, mean, I, I just I, I think well, that he would have I'm been. looking at the, you know, and we looked this up before the show, and I'm looking at the Magic of the Gathering, the visual guide by, uh, you know, our, our friend Jay Anelli, who had the, such wonderful things to say about us for our anniversary <laughs> episode. I was like, you can't um, see my air quotes right now, Jay, but they're yeah. here. Around <laughs> yeah. friend. But for allies, it specifically lists Will and Rowan Kenrith as Garuk's only allies. So, yeah. So, given an option, I think he would have showed up to help them, you know, during to fight off the Phyrexians because he doesn't have he doesn't have a home. His we don't know what his home plane is, but yeah, he has no attachment to it whatsoever because you know he was, you know, his father was murdered by the local sheriff and he stampeded the town in response and. So we're he saying he's on the old west set, is what you're telling us. I don't know. It, it, like, it, I think he he was more, at least from the comics, it was more wooded than the old west set. <laughs> okay, that's fair. It, it looked more like uh, it, it, it looked more like uh, the the countrysides of England, British. Yeah, yeah. yeah it does. I'm wondering, like. Did... 
Did he just like what? What was he doing while the twin, like, like you said, like the twins were like his only listed allies? Like, what was he doing while they were at Strixhaven? <laughs> yeah, I like what, like, why that did, is definitely not his scene. I could see him sticking around while they were on Kyrim. So they mentioned yeah. that he followed them to Kylem, right? Yeah. So. <laughs> Once again, Kylem is something else that we need a lot more information on. So that's fine. Battlebond 2, when's it coming? Yeah, I every time I see Gavin in person or talk to him online, I, I ask him. And, you know. Well, we, I we, wish, are, we... I, I, I wish I had more unopened <laughs> Battlebond 1. That is, that is one set I wish I had more unopened product for. I have an ungodly amount of unopened product stored in my garage, but I wish I had more battle bond. Just so you can look for hints maybe to what, what Garrick's doing. Oh, just so I could draft it more with friends. <laughs> it's amazing. But yeah, Garuk, yeah, the, the truth's out there. He's, he's, he's hiding. He He's like Bigfoot. <laughs> he's hiding in the woods somewhere waiting to be found. Is this like eight foot inconspicuous, kind of like Bigfoot, yet nobody ever finds him? So, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. So, I'm going to just continue to ask wizards, where's Garrick? There's a lot of characters I'm going to ask you all that about. I, I, well, I say it every set. He's playing baseball now. That's where he is. <laughs> and he didn't, we know that he didn't get briefly traded to the Phyrexians because the Johnny did. That was a nice touch. I like that. Was that was a really nice touch. Yeah. I did not need another set of the Lorwyn 5, but I bought that secret layer because the styling on it was just too good. That was... I <laughs> I wish they had picked yeah. a different set of Planeswalkers than the ones they did because uh, I would like to put those in decks when I don't really have a need for... The only one of those I think is in a deck right now is Liliana. And I love that style, and I'd love to play them, but yeah, yeah, that was too cool. Yeah, that was, that was ones I was not expecting. The the playmat looks like an old like tops box, like that I remember having as a kid. Uh, it, the '90s kid in me was definitely hit right in the nostalgia. So yeah, yeah, but yeah, I guess the, uh, the VHS tapes got me in the nostalgia. Uh, also. The, the rewind just looked like an action movie box, you know, out of the 90s, you know, right off the shelf. That food chain was yeah. also like I, that. I mean, I liked it, but like the the choice of food chain into to get a reprint and do it in that VHS style. There yeah. was a lot of what I think were some misses with this, uh, this drop, but the, the VHS and the baseball really worked for me yeah the vhs one was just a little you know to go on the the baseball metaphor was a real home run (laughs) it didn't come out of left field somebody made that joke that it wasn't that ultra pro put it out too early but just that they wanted to be able to see see it came out of left field you weren't expecting it yeah i was surprised well i mean i shouldn't be at this point given what wizards has been doing but i was surprised that the fall super drop came out like the day after the summer one ended (laughs) i i was just i was surprised to see that when i woke up in the morning and 
uh, already seeing people sharing the new cards. And I'm like, didn't the summer one just end literally yesterday? (laughs) (sighs) And the only reason I remember the the summer one ending was because Wizards of Barge had been linking their their drop as like, and just a reminder, this is the last day to get it because their goblins were awesome. Yep. And I did not. But that's because I am waiting for proofs on all of those. Yeah. Yeah. I I would I see that. That would that would make sense for you. Well, thank you everybody for, for indulging Tan and I this week <laughs> in some yeah, discussion about. If anybody marriage. wants to make a where's Garuk, where's Waldo, um, that would be Poster? really cool. We would love to see it. You know, put yeah. put lots of goblins, still make it hard He's, to find them. You know, Fibblethip is easier to find than Garuk. And that's our show for today. You can find all of the hosts on Twitter for now. Hobbs can be found at HobbsQ. Tay can be found at Taya Transcends. And Alex can be found at Mel underscore Chronicler. Feel free to send us any questions, comments, thoughts, hopes, and dreams to the Goblin Lore Pod on Twitter. Or email us at goblinlorepodcast at gmail.com. If you would like to support your friendly neighborhood gobslugs, our link tree can be found on our Twitter account and in the description of today's show. This has everything from various discount codes to the link for our Patreon. The music for today's show was by Vintergotten, who can be found at Vintergotten at Bandcamp.com. The art was done by Stephen Raphael, who can be found at Steve Raffel on Twitter. Goblin Lore is proud to be presented by Hipsters of the Coast as part of their growing Vorthos content. Check them out on Twitter at HipstersMTG or online at HipstersOfTheCoast.com. Thank you for listening. And remember, goblins, like snowflakes, are only dangerous in numbers.